Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. from Wingstop. Uh, we're here, of course, every Wednesday at a different Lincoln location. Today we are at 28 in Superior, and we still have a $25 gift card to give away. So why don't you just stop on in and uh, enjoy a meal on us. So you, I'm not going to make you do push-ups. I'll probably make you tell us, uh, maybe tell, come up and tell us Jake Sorensen's favorite NFL team. And we oh, can, boy. Uh, we can go from there. Uh, I do have Jake Sorensen with me. Rico back in studio. We've, uh, we've had a little bit of an R2-D2, Rico, as of late. Not but, anymore. But not anymore. We've figured it out. Rico, speak to us, my man. Howdy, gentlemen. Oh, he's back. He's He's back. back. He's back. And he wishes he is at Wingstop. I do wish that I had a chicken sandwich or some wings, but it's whatever. (laughs) I'll be fine. Who wouldn't want to be at Wingstop? That's right. I brought my own lunch today. Well, because there's a lot of great deals going on. Oh, did you? You don't expect us to bring one back then? Well, I was hoping you would, but just in case, I didn't want to go hungry. Oh. So I have it. Privileges. So I have it for if you don't bring me anything back. But I would rather you bring me something back from Wingstop, so then I can save this lunch for tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll consider it. Uh, but in any case, if if you're out there considering lunch right now, Wingstop's an excellent choice. They have a, a brand new Wingstop chicken sandwich. You can choose between any of their twelve flavors. The sandwich comes with two toasted buns and pickles, and it's only five forty nine. Or you can get the combo with the drink and fries for seven ninety nine. Well, PJ didn't leave, by the way, quite yet because his phone's sitting over here next to me, and he's got two phones, so sometimes he forgets about them. But in any case, you can order online at wingstop.com. You can use DoorDash, Uber Eats uh, to have your food delivered to you if you don't want to come up and and, and get your gift card. I got a $25 gift card I'm just looking to give away. So come on in and visit us here. We're at the 28th in Superior location. Uh, Guys, it is – I know college football – has uh, has been underway. We've been enjoying it. Nebraska. I always I always hate to start to do the math um, because I don't know exactly what it is right now. But you know, two out of two out of twelve games are done. So I guess you're, you're one sixth of the way through the season, and it feels like it just started. And of course, it it did. There's a lot of season left. Um, but the NFL uh, starting up tomorrow. Um, but and it, it so it's it, it tomorrow night Thursday the whole weekend of football. Uh, did you guys get footballed out at all? By the way, by the time uh, Sunday hit, uh, Monday no. hit, I suppose it was five straight days of college football. I think maybe maybe they should just keep doing that. Well, I thought that the Monday game was crap. You know, it was Clemson Georgia Tech, yeah. which is bad football. Now Sunday night's game was good. That was the LSU Florida State. It feels to me like. Always that game um, on Sunday night of Labor Day weekend is awesome. You know, Florida State, Notre Dame was good a couple years ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie Milton. Um, but, yeah. A the, lot of times they don't. They, they, they need to have a better Monday game. I mean, yeah. that, that game was never going to be good. Georgia Tech-Clemson was like, like a 30-point spread. Yeah, there's and, and Georgia Tech, I, I remember, too, coming off of last year, they were outscored their final two games against Georgia and Notre Dame 100 to nothing. Uh, so that's what they had to look forward to. Georgia Tech just needs to go back and find Paul Johnson. They did him wrong by getting him out the door. That triple option offense, uh, they need to start that up again. But, yeah, I don't I don't know. It, it, what would you take away from the LSU-Florida uh, State game? Because I know, like you were kind of saying, there's been some classics on that day. I remember Texas and Notre Dame years ago went at it. Um, but 
the winner of that game isn't always necessarily uh, gone on to have a great season. I don't know if I see that from Florida State LSU. No. Mike Norvell tried to give that game away as much as he could. Brian Kelly, you know, a lot, a lot of the LSU coaches have had trouble their, their first year getting things going there. I don't have a doubt in my mind that eventually he will. The only thing that I do worry a little bit about Brian Kelly is trying to fit in with LSU, you know, following Coach O. You know, things didn't end out perfectly there, but as far as the cultural fit, Coach O was perfect for there. Yeah. And Brian Kelly seems to try to imitate it. I think you should, you're probably better off just being yourself. And we'll see if Brian Kelly can turn that around. But I don't know. I, 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 I saw some jokes about, you know, maybe Florida got the better hire in the offseason. They should have went into their backyard uh, with the Louisiana Raging Cajun and grabbed Billy Napier. I, I, I have a high level of respect for Brian Kelly, even though it didn't get off to the right start there. And I think that uh, undoubtedly down the line, he's going to have 10, 11, maybe even you know, cha- national championship winning seasons at LSU. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Brian Kelly, like you said, is, is it the right fit? Is it uh, something that can work in the South? Is he going to get the respect from the players? Who knows? I mean, it's something where uh, sometimes great coaches can go to spots they don't fit in with. But I would say this. I think LSU will be fine under Brian Kelly. I think he is a really good coach. Let's not, let's not forget, it didn't work out right away perfectly at Notre Dame. He, he had, it took some time for him to become yeah. the coach that he was. Now, I hate the way he left Notre Dame, and that was, I, don't, I don't root for him because of that. But everyone who says fire the guy after he lost one game, just calm down. I mean, calm down. Florida State's a respectable team. They're not great. They'll, be, they'll probably be a 6-6 six and six team this year. Yeah. And, and LSU probably will struggle to make a bowl game. But they're not awful. I mean, and they fought all the way, all the way back to make that long drive, had the extra point block. So, unfortunate start to the season, but it's a tough game. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's interesting, too, because you can't just – you can't just hire a great coach and all of a sudden things turn around. I think people with the with the talent that they've seen at LSU think, um, you know, maybe it would be a quick turnaround like you're seeing at other places. Um, you know, on the opposite end of that, you know, it, it, it did happen so far at Florida. You came in one game under Billy Napier. You get the win. Um, and, uh, and and start on the right foot. Obviously, USC looks pretty pretty good off to a, a good start. So it can happen here and there, but LSU looks like a little bit more rebuilding than maybe we uh, some people figured going into the season. Yeah, Though I will say they're fine. They weren't they're thinking fine. they weren't top twenty five entering that game. They I, didn't have those expectations anyway. It was yeah. just it'll one okay. game, and, I mean, and don't worry. Brian Kelly's just trying to get used to everything at LSU. Like it'll be fine. One one game against a, a power five opponent who. You know, Mike Norvell is also on the hot seat, so they probably threw everything they could at LSU trying to save his job. So LSU and Brian Kelly will be will be just fine. Will they be competing for an SEC championship this year? No, they probably won't. But they'll have a winning record. They'll go to a decent bowl game. And with all of the talent down in Louisiana that surrounds LSU, uh, they'll, they'll be back near the top here shortly. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. I, I don't think it's going to take too long for him to get going. Um, obviously, you don't expect great things from the season. Jake, I wanted to ask you this. Are you a bit, you're a bit of a college football traditionalist, are you? Are, are you looking uh, forward so. to this college football playoff? Because Rico uh, uh, completely disagrees oh, with it. me. But to me, yeah, yeah. to me, yeah. Like, Sign me I, up I, for the 12-team, so baby. No, 12 teams yeah. is too many. It's, it's way not. too many because everyone says, oh, don't look at it right now because it's, you know, Oregon was a fake 12 team. I don't care. The 12th ranked team at the end of the season is not going to compete with Alabama or Georgia. I'm sorry. Right. It's just not going to happen. I mean, you can talk about, oh, well, it happens in March Madness. It's not the same thing. Like well, basketball but- is five guys. One guy can get hot one day, and that's why a 16 seed can beat a one seed. It happens once it in a while. Once. The yeah, eighth ranked team. But you're not going to have a 12 seed. 
the eighth ranked team could hang with freaking, the first seed. You know, a twelve and seed that, team beat Alabama. You'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's great matchups, and they're they're really good teams. In like just surrounding themselves, like it'll be great. I mean, if you look at the twenty twenty one uh lineups it would have been great matchups all around and you would have had you know oklahoma state baylor in there as well it would have been great yeah, to watch all that football it will look fine once in a blue moon it, you'll look fine once in a while but it won't look fine enough to make it worthwhile i think i think it's a mistake it's something where it's for tv ratings i get that and yeah. you give more people a chance but i got the air quotations a chance but we yeah. all know that anybody outside the top two or three really doesn't have a great chance to win the championship. College football, for some reason, and, it, and, and, and this is why I've, I've argued, a playoff is, especially a single elimination playoff, um, can, can kind of get you some weird outcomes. Not necessarily the best team. And so, you know, sometimes if you're looking for the hottest team at the end of the year, that's how most of these playoff kind of things you know, figure themselves out. And maybe that is what you want. But for me, college football has always had this aura of, uh, basic, just this slim margin of error. So if you lost back when the only two teams made it to the BCS championship game or before that, when it was just named at the end by, you know, whomever and number one versus number two didn't play, uh, we'll say this for, first of all, college football has never had a great system to figure it out, but I do, I really do prefer the BCS where, I mean, if, if you had one loss, if you had one slip up, um, your season's done as far as championship contention. And that allowed, um, you know, for teams to maybe have successful seasons, have great seasons without having to win the championship. Once you expand the playoffs, that narrows the focus again even more all on the championship, and it just loses its luster. Oregon this past week lost 49-3. to I love the fact that now we can say, well, Oregon can play for whatever they want to, but that's too big of a wart on the resume. Yeah. They're not going to be in the college football playoffs. That puts so much on that Georgia-Oregon game. Now, as we move forward with this 12-team playoff, it's not a single elimination season. It's not a double elimination season. You could probably lose three times and still be the champion. And if that's what you want, if you want the hottest team, if you want a three-loss team getting in as the 10 seed and winning the championship – then maybe that maybe that's what you like. Maybe you, and I'll enjoy the tournament regardless. But to me, it just takes away from the aura of the regular season of college football separating itself from Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, college basketball. None of those regular seasons ever felt as important as college football. And now college football is just kind of fading into what every other sport is, is, is aligned with, every other sport does, which is a playoff at the end. Fun? Yes. Great for ratings? Sure. Um, and that's why it's all being done. But I, I'm, on, I'm being honest when I say this. I'm going to have to explain to my son why I fell in love with college football a little bit more. Is, and it's going to be different to him. You know, it's just going to be a playoff setup. I, don't, I, I just can't yeah, agree I mean, with, the, with the taking away from the regular season because, as you just said, you lose one game in the beginning of the season and you're practically done in this 14 playoff in with this 12 team playoff you lose one game at the beginning of the season guess what guess what the rest of the regular season just at is is that much more important because now you 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 have to keep playing because you still have a chance to get into the playoff at the end of the season but if Rico you, there's not there's not as much on that single game if yes, you can there lose is. two or three times then who cares who cares if an Oregon loses to, to George out of the gate doesn't matter does not matter at all. They can win down the line. It's like week three in the NFL. It, 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 you know, you can lose that week, and, 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 and there's nothing to it. Again, I, it, it all depends on what you like. You want a big playoff at the end. Again, if it's a one-off playoff system, I would love it. It'd be a lot of fun. But to ultimately determine the champion, like the 95 Huskers have the, the special aura to them. Every, every undefeated champion in college football has this special aura to them, this, this, fill, this kind of 
uh, mythological feeling of they couldn't be beat. You can't beat that team. You don't have that in all these other sports, and I think that's what kind of separates. It's it's hard to go undefeated in almost every other sport, and it's going to be even more uh, difficult to go undefeated in this playoff. And then the other thing is you just don't need it. Um, you, with college football, I don't know how it's set up this way, but so, somehow it works to have 120 teams all not really play each other and play their own little bracket of teams. But it all comes down to, to the end where you go, well, there's about two or three teams, but now sometimes this, four, maybe sometimes rarely five, that you think should be competing for a championship. But now this actually gives know, a chance never to 12, some of, this actually gives 12. a chance to some of the other teams who might be undefeated, who like a UCF, like a Cincinnati, like one of those group of five teams that might be undefeated, that would never have a chance in the BCS or in the four-team playoff. They have a chance to get in with Cincinnati as a, just as had a chance last year, Rico. Yeah, okay. They had Cincinnati their had a that's one. That's one. And they, they put up a and they, look, they 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 played their best game and, and they just didn't come out on top. But guess what? Going forward, now you're going to have more chances for group of 5 teams who might have a better chance at beating those teams. Who might have a better chance at beating Cincinnati a beating would. a Michigan, beating beating a Georgia. Be, I mean, it's highly yeah. unlikely, but it could happen. But here's the problem, Rico. I mean, that's this is Cincinnati is the perfect story for why people have been against it forever. Is that they had a they had nine draft picks last season. They were they had a top five pick in Sauce Gardner. I mean, they had Desmond Ritter who was a a good quarterback that's going to have a chance to play at some point this season as a backup quarterback in the NFL. Good. I mean, they had guys, and as the fourth best team in college football, they still got wiped by Alabama, and that that was they they played well. I mean. You want to have more teams like that that just get walloped by the teams that are better? I just I, I don't think that you're going to get this fairy tale ending that you want with more. I don't teams I don't care about the fairy. I don't care if Cincinnati never wins a national championship. But the fact that they're giving an opportunity to be in the conversation to win a national championship because they went undefeated is something that I want. A team that goes undefeated and beats every team put in front of them should have a chance at the end of the year to go and play for a national championship, whether that be in a, in a four-team, in an eight-team, in a 12-team playoff. They should be given a chance to play for that final trophy at the end of the season. If you're telling me just because you're a group of five team and you beat all of the teams in front of you, who cares? I mean, your, your, your strength of schedule might be garbage, but guess what? You beat everybody. You, you went undefeated. You didn't lose a single game. You should have a chance to go up there with the big dogs and play that game. If you lose in the first round, whatever. If you win that first round game, you will lose in this, whatever. I don't care if you don't make it to the championship game, but at least you had a chance. Well, and, and, and maybe the expansion to four has kind of allowed that, at least with Cincinnati. Other teams have been cut off. Uh, I just think 12 is, is by far too much. I understand they're trying to do the you – know, I think that they did help themselves out with making the regular season more interesting as far as making the conference champions – uh, get an automatic bid, the top six-ranked conference champions. I think that that's uh, a little bit of, 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 a, of a bone that they could throw to me, somebody that loves the regular season um, because there still is high stakes there going toward the end. But, again, I just I, I think that every single game in the regular season, and it's it'll be better. This playoffs will be a lot of fun. But you think about Ohio State, Michigan, how special that was last year. Doesn't really matter in a, in a playoff system, a twelve-team playoff system. Both those teams get in. I don't know. I'm not really sure how much. Maybe you do want the buy and to play in the in the Big Ten championship. Maybe you just take the buy of the Big Ten championship and then go play in the playoffs. Is Michigan or Ohio State any better off 
with this new system if it was last year. I don't necessarily think so. So I think they've still got some some things to, to work out. Um, I also think that expansion from 12 is inevitable. I mean, you look at the Major League Baseball playoffs, the NFL playoffs, uh, you know, NBA playoffs have expanded to seven games. Everybody's always expanding their playoffs. You know why? Because it's better ratings, more money. And that's going to continue with, with probably all these sports. And that's fine, and, and, and it is what it is. But, again, you, you kind of let money take over and, and, and change the sport. Now, I mean, Division this, two, Division and I, one AA football has been doing a playoff for years, and they've still found a way to find the best champion every single year. I mean, North Dakota State's been winning it. I believe Truman State was one of the teams. I, they might have lost last year in the, in, the, in the playoff, but I don't remember exactly who won last year. But Division one AA has, has been using a playoff model for years years and they've been finding the the champion every single year and it's and it's worked out but guess what there's still parity there where a lot of teams are going into the the tournament and you're getting uh uh more recruits going out to other schools as opposed to just going to a north dakota state and whatever other three schools are winning the championships year in and year out because guess what you still have a chance to be in there and you could knock that team off if you just have that four team playoff the recruiting is going to continue the way that it has where you're going to the four teams the five teams the six teams that are only going into the playoff year year after year whereas this 12 team playoff will expand it so that people you know kids will look at these teams and think look if i go here there's still a chance that if we win our division if we win our conference we'll be in the playoff and who knows well yeah but how many then you have the problem is just too many wild card teams so i i hear you in terms of getting the conference champions in you know uh, in the playoff, but here's the real problem. Now you've got all these conferences that are losing their luster. You know, you got teams going from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. What's the Pac-12 anymore? Yeah, why the, is that an equal? Right. You get a conference champion of the Pac-12, right. and the Big 12 is not going to be comparable the, to the conference champion of yeah, the Big Ten. You've got the SEC. two super conferences yeah. in the Big Ten and the SEC. We'll see what happens. To the ACC or the Big, you know, the Big 12 is adding teams. They're adding group of five schools, though. So right. not, I mean, they're giving them a chance, but they're still. Not the same as the Super Conference of the SEC and Big Ten, so I don't, I don't even know how the Pac-12 figures in the conversation when they're when they're losing people left and right. I mean, the Big 12 or the Pac-12 is going to fall apart, or it's going to be becoming you know like a whack basically. Yeah, and and that, and that's why and they I mean, don't deserve the same right. In my the, opinion, the, the college football and just kind of the landscape is is in such a mess right now to come up with this plan that's going to change everything uh, with six at-large bids when, you know, there might be three conferences 10 years from now. Um, you know, right. that, that's why, the, I mean, don't get too used to the 12-team playoff either. I mean, this is, these things are constantly changing. Um, it'll be something. It'll be interesting to me. Uh, it will kill a little bit of my love for college football, but, um, you know, for them, they're going to get the ratings. They're going to get their money You'll on the other side. Fine. And plenty of you will love it. You'll be fine. Be, You'll I'll still love okay. college football. It's not going to kill anybody's love for college football. 56 to 0 game. I'm telling you, I'm not saying anybody. I'm saying me. It's going to hurt my viewing pleasure of watching a non-con game or any single game in the season because it just doesn't matter as much. And that's what my love for college football is based upon is it's a different system than just having some grand uh, playoff system at the end where the hottest team wins. I like having earned it through the regular season. You can't slip up. There's a thin uh, margin of error. And in those teams that come through, whether they're the best at the time or not, They've earned it in my right to, to get there. Now, that doesn't necessarily equate to every sport either. I don't want the two best 
regular season teams in the NBA playing and not going through a playoff. So it, it, there really is no perfect way to do it. Um, it just it, it just kind of depends. Uh, but ultimately what, we, what we're going to see is that money is going to prevail. Tournaments are going to prevail. Those are the only those, – those tournament games um, just in the four-team playoff are the really the only ones that can compete with NFL playoff games when you look at uh, the top ratings draws at the end of the year. Um, so that's why you're seeing this change. And, 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 and again, for me, it'll be a little bit of college football dying. Will I still watch? Absolutely. Um, but I, it's not appointment television anymore. Regular season games just aren't. If, if I happen to be watching or, you know, if I just love the brands, then maybe. But it's not going to be me at the edge of my seat thinking this could be it for Oregon here in September. Um, it's going to be, well, a bad start, but they can certainly rebound. If they win the Pac-12, they're fine. Um, I, I think it's just going to take a little bit away from it, at least for me and for a few other college football traditionalists. Rico, you've got the side of the, the angry mob on your side. so It's not the angry going. mob. It's oh, the let's people. Quick oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Angry mob. Let us be our old You're the angry mob. Lawn, you're the angry mob that stays we in your house. And you're yelling out of your screen door right now, holding your cane in one hand, telling people to get off your lawn and to take their shoes off before they come in to get go away old people well you're you're damn right because now i can <laughs> finally say it college football was better when i was growing up i'll tell it I'll, I'll yell that till i die uh that'll be uh well you've got one more one more segment out here this is the ticket water cooler at Wingstop. we are 29th in our 28th in superior excuse me uh we've got a 25 dollars gift card if you come out here and tell us jake sorts favorite nfl team before we go uh waiting for you here on the table we'll be right back uh, let's get to know georgia southern a little bit more not necessarily the football team now uh but some of their alumni some of the things that have been going on there at the georgia the Southern football program over the last several years. We'll do that coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler, live from Wingstop at 28th and Superior.